Hello, and welcome back to the Brooklyn Bee Podcast. Coming at you today from Denver, Colorado, is me, Justin. Uh, in Brooklyn is Nick, and in Long Beach, New Jersey, is Matt Ferrer, friend of the program. How are you guys? What's Not going bad. on? I can't complain. How's it going? Going good, going good. So uh, I know typically we do sports, but we're not a couple of one-dimensional bros. We have, you know, a little depth to ourselves. So today we're going to talk about uh, the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, as well as a couple of segments. Um, so we're going to do a quick look back on the MCU itself. Um, it's been 10 years. It's now 19 movies. And their biggest one yet, Infinity War, came out last month. Um, I know you guys both saw it. What were your thoughts overall on the movie? I'll, I'll let Matt start with this one because he's probably saw it more than I would. I mean, no. Well, thank you for that, first off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, honestly, I was a huge fan. I thought considering the hype and the uh, the amount of time that went into it and the amount of people that were waiting for that to come out, they really kind of nailed it. Like, obviously, couldn't get too deep into the stories, but to juggle 20-something characters and still have the pacing as well as they did it, I think was uh, commendable in and of itself. I think, Plus, uh, yeah, I, Thor I, I, and Thanos were both badass. If your name started with a T and you were in that movie, you were a badass. <laughs> I, I, you know what's funny? It's the same thing. Uh, they had a lot of things to connect. And I thought they, you know, there was a lot for them to actually do. And I thought they did a really good job pacing it, keeping all the stories relevant at the same time. They didn't stray too far away from any one storyline. So you were, you know, engaged in, there were four or five different areas where they were. You know, there was Earth. There, You know, there was New York City. There was Wakanda. There was all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, shout out. They managed to keep... Yeah, shout out to Wakanda, Wakanda forever. <laughs> In case you guys uh, don't know, Matt actually comes from uh, the Wakanda lineage. This, so, this believe, is true. Uh, I believe it's part, part of his blood. Tribe. I believe part of his blood is actually um, some of some of that good vibranium. stuff. Vibranium, vibranium. Yes, yes. Uh, like some actually, of that good. Stuff. Matt actually loves Black Panther because he's allowed to wear that T-shirt and not have somebody asking questions about why he's wearing a T-shirt. This is true. Uh, was that two podcasts so, ago? Yeah, I, I don't yeah, get any yeah, questions so, about that. One. So he's happy about that. But yeah, I thought like. Other than the fact the movie is obviously really good, and, you know, really well made, and you know, there's a lot of good actors in it too and stuff. But uh, I thought the pacing was really good, and they made they kept you engaged in all the different storylines as they kind of came together. So I thought they did a really good job with that. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, Matt, I gotta tell you, I was at Target last week, and they have uh, a Black Panther's T-shirt there, and I was looking at it, I'm like this is a dope shirt, but uh, I don't think I can wear that. And it was. Nice I mean, little... I wouldn't say anything to you. I, I think it's personally fine if you want to wear that. Well, I identify as Black Panther, so I feel like it's okay for me. Oh, if you identify, then yeah. I mean, well, you, yeah you, it was, it's you, 2018. It's funny. I, I think about that now, and I think, like, not that I really care, but, like, I could see some hesitation on some people's parts, some white guys' parts, to wear a Black Panther t-shirt. I can see, I mean, I've definitely I, seen some, some I, white I guys wear it. a Black like, Panther t-shirt. I shouldn't be looked at that way, but, yeah, I can see it, though. So do you guys think that, um, you know, what, Five months since Black Panther came out, that Chadwick Boseman's fucking tired of doing the uh, the little arm cross thing at every. Oh, he's off. exhausted, man. He is done for. <laughs> it actually <laughs> cracked me every time I see a picture of him, and he just looks like he's just over it every single time. He gets sadder and sadder. Um. So I think what really worked well for Infinity War was um they really didn't have to do a lot of character development because there are eight another fucking films to do that for you. Right, yeah. The only character I, re- I really feel like they really went in depth with was uh, Gamora, who obviously had a little backstory with Thanos and everything else as well. Yeah, and I think that made sense for, uh, for what they were doing. Um, yeah. But 
I think at least for this movie, um, it was great that they spaced everybody out in certain areas. It wasn't all, you know, 32 of these jerk offs um, in the same scene at the same time, this giant green screen. But like we had a little more, there are battles on all fronts. And it really was like, it was a feeling of like a war, like a galactic, a galactic war, which I thought was great as well. Yeah. Yeah, um, you really got the feeling. And you, you actually had stakes for once. You know what I mean? Like, even though we know a lot of them are probably coming back, it, it still felt relevant. Like, it still hurt. Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing. Like, it's not a knock on them because I kind of get it at the same time, but it's like. Right, oh, whoa, 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 wait. Before you say anything else, um, if you guys haven't seen Infinity War, that's kind of your problem. Why the fuck are you listening to this? But this is a spoiler alert. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm not. We're, 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 what did it come out? Over a month ago? It's almost two months? Yeah, it's been oh it's, it's long. Like you know, you, honestly, you shouldn't even do a spoiler. I hope you can cut that part out. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, what I was going to say was, like, you know, all the movies that are, like, lined up for after Infinity War, like, even the, after the second one, like, Spider-Man 2 is coming back. Obviously, Spider-Man is going to make it out of Infinity War. Uh, Black Panther 2 is due. Obviously, Black yeah. Panther is coming out of Infinity War. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. 3. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Three, like... Well, we don't. Well, in fairness, there we don't know who's coming back for that. Which is you a good, which I mean? is a valid point. But was well, it Drax and Star Lord have both died in Infinity War? Every, really, everyone except Rocket. I really doubt that Chris Pratt is uh, not going to be the the star character of Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, with Guardians, that. Of Although, 3, total... Guardians of the Galaxy Three is going to be a Rocket Raccoon learning learning to become an actual raccoon on Earth. <laughs> Total side note to that. Um, do you guys know what Groot actually said to Rocket at the end of that movie? In in Grudian? No, I don't. In Grudian, yeah, in, in Grudian. So, I like, believe he said, yeah, I am Groot. Yeah, it's, uh, correct. That's yeah. actually a direct quote. I'm, I'm amazed he knew it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when he's when he's sitting there, you know, fading into ash, like everyone's like, oh, Spider-Man definitely had the saddest part. But no, Groot looks at Rocket and says, I am Groot, which translates to, Dad? Like that scared. Oh, oh I don't yeah, know I think happening. I think that. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, "That's the most heartbreaking thing I've ever seen in my entire life." Like, that's <laughs> that didn't need to happen. I didn't need to know that. So you know what's crazy also about Guardians of the Galaxy? Um, I mean, first of all, I think that franchise is probably the biggest surprise of the MCU because it was based on a comic series that nobody fucking reads anymore. And exactly. No one, no one ever did. It wasn't even popular <laughs> when it came out either. Yeah, but. Um, because of that, they're able to kind of ignore some of like the fucked up um, backstories behind all these characters. Like yeah. Groot's, Groot's um, I'm, not, I'm sure Nick, you're not fully aware of this. So Groot's uh, tribe or race or whatever they are can speak the full English language, but as they get older, they develop this disease that uh, destroys their limits speech. their speech. Yeah. So all they can say is, "I am Groot." At the end, um, I actually, I actually did read that. I don't read the comments. And, um, and Rocket Raccoon was actually like a, um, I want to say he was created as a toy for like psych patients or something like ridiculous like that. Yeah, basically. And then he ended up being like a guard for them. It's a little messed up. They do actually touch on that a little bit in the first Guardians movie though. But I think as a he whole, I mean, this movie is like more like lighthearted. Um, yeah. yeah. Like what the actual roots is. Well, I just, def- that's definitely been a Marvel approach. I just... I just really, really hope they don't bring Squirrel Girl in. I think she's just the dumbest fucking comic character of all time. I I think it's going to happen. It actually really pisses me off that she beat Doctor Doom in a fight. I'm going to assume it was a Doom bot and not the one true Doctor Doom. She beat Thanos, Thanos too. Yeah, see, like, come on. With squirrels? I, hold on. I, I lost you guys for a second. Who are we talking about? There's a comic character called Squirrel Girl, and she's this little girl who oh, is okay, a squirrel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She's thick. I'll give her that. She's thick. <laughs> Most of the tail. Um... <laughs> So, I, I think we all agree. I think Infinity War is a smash hit. Um, 
there are a couple small nuances that um, I didn't love. I didn't love who they killed off in the end because it makes Someone a very, very back. clear setup for the self-sacrifice of the, the current Avenger lineup. Um, and I think they could have done a better job as far as that. Um, I... And Nick, is, Nick actually shared this video. I mean, the whole fight with Thanos could have very easily ended had Doctor Strange opened a portal, put Thanos' hands in it, and saw them off. Yeah, you know, oh, I, yeah. I've seen that <laughs> argument online. I've seen that a few times. And my whole thing with that is that, that what's to say that he was going to be able to get Thanos to put his hand through the portal? Like, I feel like this guy's just a little well, bit smarter I mean, than that. He might be a little bit yes, faster I mean, than that. Yes and no. I mean, like, oh, listen, not for nothing. If nothing else, right? Remember when they have him in the trance? Yeah, exactly. I was about to say the same yeah. thing. Uh, just, just open the portal. Why is it the trance closed around his hand? That, that would have made perfect Even sense. if none of the other... I agree with you because he's smart, too. But even if the other, other stuff doesn't work. Once he's in the trance, just chop the hand off. You're good. And the, the other one, too, was, um, you know, fuck house arrest. Take Ant-Man out. The galaxy's at stake. Have him shrink. Go into Thanos' ear and then pop back up. You know, there's no coming back <laughs> yeah, to that. I don't yeah. think they knew the threat they were up against. Because you got to think, once the Avengers actually go toe-to-toe against them, like, and they, they you know, they totally fail. Because nobody really fought him until the end of the movie. Right. Like, yeah. it's too late for them to come up with, like, beat-all, end-all plan. You know, which is funny. I, I actually thought that actually thought that was pretty cool because basically what ended up happening was they, I thought they did a lot with a little with Thanos to show how strong he was. Like, yep. m- movie opens up. Basically, the strongest Avenger... Gives, you the know, strongest two Avengers. Just yeah, got... <laughs> he gives him everything he's got, and Thanos just wipes it off and just yeah. like, like it's the nothing. Shit out of him. Yeah, like so that's why. Like the entire movie, I thought it was great because the rest of the movie you didn't really see Thanos fight in that sense. They also said, and early in the movie with those two Infinity Stones, he was the strongest individual in, in the, the galaxy. galaxy. Yeah. yeah, you know. But the thing is, you could say whatever you want. You're like, all right, like I saw that movie with my fiance. I saw the movie with Melissa, and you know, Melissa's not. I'm not. I don't know that much about the comics either. But bitch, especially her, she knows even less. What? Bitch, you <laughs> sworn you were. Yeah. So, <laughs> sworn um, you were. So, Took it a silver like, ball. Even her, like you, see, you know, like the movie opens up five minutes in, and you see like Thanos just ragdolling uh, the Hulk, and it's like, all right, well, this guy's not like the other bad guys that we've seen so far. Yeah. Know? And like even the rest of the movie, he's like, doesn't actually fight anybody, but you just know that damn this dude's bad. Like, you know, like yeah, like, like man, we're dude, even something, like, something special here. He's like yeah. the Jay Prince of the movie villain world. There you go. <laughs> um, but you know what pissed me off, though, too, was that his display of power was completely inconsistent throughout the film, too. I mean, there were times, like, he kicked the shit out of Hulk like it was nothing. But then um, when he's fighting Captain America in Wakanda, Captain America can stop his punch. Get the fuck out of here. See, I mean, now, was... here's the thing. Captain really stopped his punch. I think more than just like, I can walk through all of you. This is a joke. And he was kind of more intrigued by Cap's willingness to stand against him and everybody else. Yeah, I think that was more what it is. That and the fact that basically his glorified security guard was like, oh. I'm Captain, Puerto <laughs> Captain Puerto Rico. Captain Puerto Rico. Which is part of America. I don't know. Yeah, if but we don't really recognize that. it as America. <laughs> Captain Commonwealth. Um, Captain Commonwealth. So, looking forward, um, obviously the next two movies up in the MCU are going to be Ant-Man and the Wasp, which comes out next week, I want to say, correct? Uh, yeah, yes, July 6th. And, uh, and Captain Marvel. So, um, I think now, you know, how do we discuss, like, what, what happens? I know that um, Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to take place before Infinity War, obviously. And Captain Marvel actually takes place in the 90s. 
Yeah, I'm I'm actually hugely excited for Captain Marvel. She is my fourth favorite Marvel character, if I'm being 100% honest. Behind? I just love her power set. So Behind, I, uh, number one is Spider-Man. Number two is Doctor Doom. Uh, number three... Thor. It's all, uh, I always juggle number three, because sometimes three and four switch, but it's got to be Thor. So I, I just something about Thor that's just fucking awesome to me. I'm going to ask this because I'm really not familiar with Captain Marvel as a comic character with the exception of um, DC and Marvel both have one. Hmm. So I know that it's, it was a whole like licensee issue back in the day. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Um, so I know there have been several people, both male and female, who have taken the mantle of Captain Marvel. But are they, are they and Miss Marvel like the same, for lack of better words, like person? Uh, no. The, the original Captain Marvel, I believe, was uh, his actual name was Marvel. Because that's yeah. how original they were back in the day. Um, and I, he's very closely tied to uh, the Captain Marvel we're going to see in the movie, which is also, I knew her first as uh, Miss Marvel, uh, Carol Danvers. We're going to see that tie in, I believe, with her and Jude Law in this coming film. So she there was, was Miss Marvel, then she became Captain Marvel. Correct. And now okay. there's a new Miss Marvel who apparently we're going to see later. That's uh, Kamala Khan. She's one of the first Muslim superheroes. She's going to be in the movie? She's going to be in one of the ones. Uh, Kevin Feige said he's going to show up at some point. Well, hopefully they don't fuck up a whitewasher. <laughs> no, I don't think they're going to. <laughs> so, Matt, uh, I'm, just hoping it's, I'm just hoping it's not Mia Khalifa. <laughs> oh, that's actually a really good cast. Hey, you got, you got to get guys in the theaters, man. They got to put butts in seats, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Matt, let me ask you, as a Thor fan, do you think that they blackwashed uh, Heimdall? Uh... Yes and no. Heimdall in the comics is described as the whitest, well, not even in the comics, in the mythology, is described as the whitest of the gods. But personally, I kind of like what they did because Heimdall's not a really, like, he is in the movies, but like in the normal comics, he's not like that major of a character. You know, it's not like they took Thor and they're like, we've got Black Thor. Or, for example, Blore. when they were casting Captain America. <laughs> Blore. Yeah. Or when they were captain, casting out Captain America, and they were like, oh, what about Will Smith? I'm like, that doesn't even make sense with the time period. I was, I was like, going to say, you can't do Will that. Smith's Captain America in the 40s? Yeah, like, it just, it just wouldn't make sense. Like, they would never pick the symbol, you know, of the country, someone who doesn't have equal rights. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I think the so, same... Sorry, go ahead. No, sorry, yeah, I was just going to say, I think they did... Um, I think a decent job kind of crossing that balance because that could have been a very, very white movie, which isn't a bad thing. But I think they tried to just incorporate a little bit more where you've got some strong female characters, you've got a strong black character, you've got a strong Asian character. It all just kind of worked, I think, pretty well. And it didn't completely bastardize the source material. Listen, I'll be honest with you, I agree with that at the same time. I just thought it was awesome. So I think that definitely played into... I like who doesn't like Idris Elba? So you know. Oh like, yeah, exactly. I, 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 like, I, honestly, like they were talking about doing the Black Bond, which I'm all for. I don't care. Like I don't. Oh, you know, I would actually love uh, him to change. I, I would. Well, apparently, apparently, the author doesn't like that though. Who? Oh really? You didn't hear about this? So uh, I just Elba's being pumped as the next James Bond, and the author is like, he's a little too hood for me. Oh yeah, I didn't remember. Wow. That. It's fucked you know, up, man. Just, honestly, yeah, but uh, that's he's he's older too. Like I'm not not to defend him or anything. But, like, I feel like some people just don't really, like, they're Get told it. that to things. They yeah. don't, like, it's, it's actually something, I don't, Justin, I don't know if you saw this picture uh, today, but uh, there's a room full of Mexican soccer fans doing the, you know, pulling their eyes to the left and right. Oh, uh, yeah, oh. yeah. And, like, oh, no. I, I saw it, and I'm think, but I'm thinking to myself, like, I know that they're not doing it to be offensive because Mexico was in love with Korea yesterday, like, they were like they would have kissed their feet. They were so happy 
that they basically helped them advance. So I know for a fact that that entire room who did it didn't do it to be offensive at all. But, but they are tone deaf to the offense. Yeah, but you're so tone deaf. Yeah, they just don't, don't realize. even realize like how bad that looks. And and like you know, one thing that I've always said in life, I tell all my friends this, and for whatever I give them advice, intentions in life are very important. Like what somebody's trying to do sometimes can be even more important when they what they actually do because. Like I know that entire room wasn't trying to offend any Korean people. Like you know, they, they were they were they were carrying the, carrying the Korean people outside the stadiums. Like they just won the trophy. You know, like they, they were so thrilled that they won. Like, but like you look at it and you're like, oh, that's such bad optics. You know, like like that's <laughs> optics, not what you're. Yeah, words. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like, like uh, Gary Allen yeah. in the playoffs last year for the Astros against uh, you, Darvish. Yeah, the World like Series. you know, he meant that to be a jerk. Like that's yeah. different. Like you you know his intention there. Um, I will also say. Um, very similar to Heimdall. I think the same can be said for Nick Fury. I mean, he's an important character, but not important Although, enough. Although, in fairness, that happened in the comics. I think a lot of people don't know that. Um, one of, yeah, one of my favorite incarnations of the Avengers is called The Ultimates. Uh, there's three volumes. First two are amazing. Third one, absolute trash. Complete garbage. But the first two, it's um, it comes out in God, what was the early 2000s. Which and basically, to read. Uh, the Ultimates. Uh, is Ultimates the one Volume the, 1. Is this the one where fucking Blob ate uh, Wasp? Yeah, that was Ultimates 3. Or okay. Ultimatum, actually. But that's when it, it, it went downhill then. It was a different writer. It was the formerly great Jeff Loeb, who should not write anything anymore. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Um, what was I going to say, though? Uh, oh, about yeah, Black so, Big Fury. Uh, yeah, Black yeah Fury. it came out in, like, 2001, 2002. And they retold the Avengers in a more modern light. That's the first time we see the Triskelion. It's when we see them as a more government organization. And Nick Fury's putting the team together for emergencies. And um, the the writer at the time... Oh, God, I can't... Why can't I remember his name right now? He uh, decided it'd be better to cast Nick Fury as Samuel L. Jackson. So he's drawing the entire comic as Samuel L. Jackson. And at one point in the series, um, the Avengers are talking about who would play them in a movie. And he says, well, obviously I'd be... Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> so it's just, it's a really funny kind of tongue in cheek thing that they did. It's like how in uh, the Walking Dead comics, uh, Negan was actually designed after Henry Rollins. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, he was, which I was kind of hoping they would cast him, but I'm also not sad Jeffrey D. Morgan playing him either. He's been doing great yeah. with Negan. Yeah, I can't um, be mad at that. that so, actually, uh, you know, it's funny. Sorry, I'm going to mention this part. Uh, I, Justin, I'm pretty sure I said this to you. Remember the conversation I had with somebody? Who told me basically that they had whitewashed Nick Fury to to like to put a black guy and he's he was so mad at it. It was some I'm I'm not even the, I, I don't want to mention the group's name because I want to give credit. You know what group I'm referring to? Um, but uh, he basically turned around and said like, "All oh, they whitewashed." He goes, why, "Why can't we just have the Black Panther who's white?" And I literally stopped, like most most of the time I just leave people to be stupid on their own. But I literally <laughs> commented, "I'm like I go, let me ask you something. What do you what do you find more plausible?" A person who grew up in America becoming a CIA agent being black or a white person from an African continent whose family has been the king of this country for <laughs> An unconquered country at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't what do you think is more realistic of happening? And he was basically like, oh, you don't know shit. And I'm like, yeah. Of the two of us, I'm the one who's being ridiculous. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, <laughs> was it South Africa? Yeah, right? No. Because that's pretty white. Not, Wakanda's not in South Africa. Yeah, they do bless the rain, so it's very yeah. important now. <laughs> they do. Uh, shout out to Toto <laughs> and Weezer for covering that song recently. You know, I heard about that. I haven't seen it yet. I'm actually seeing them at PNC uh, next month. Good times. 
Um, so looking forward to Avengers four, um, people have to die. Um, I think that's, I think that civil war should have ended with at least one of the people dying. Um, I was kind of annoyed that it did. Yeah, they kind of teased it. Even though civil war, I think of the entire franchise is probably my favorite film. Um, but I really, I really, really doubt that this movie ends without, you know, several people dying. Um, yeah, I'm inclined to agree. I don't think Loki's coming back. Yeah, I don't, I don't no, think he's coming I, back. I don't think he's dying again. I just think he's dying. Yeah, I, I think they were pretty serious. Uh, they had a very clever line in there with Thanos where he's, you know, he snaps his neck and says, no resurrections this time. I think that's, yeah. you know, legit. <laughs> um, Kevin Feige telling the audiences that's it. I think the other uh, the other one to really discuss would be Gamora, who died earlier in the film. But it sounds like they're going to use the quantum realm between Captain Marvel and Ant Man to really they tease us to us in the first Ant Man film, but they're going to explore the next Ant Man, and I think it's definitely going to be explored in the next Captain Marvel. My theory is that Captain Marvel is banished into the quantum realm, and that Fury calling that pager at the end of um, at the post credit uh, scene is her like him releasing her from that from that uh, realm. So, I kind of disagree with that um, for two reasons. Okay. One, my initial thought, I'm sorry to, to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. Here. One, my initial thought on that is I don't think they can communicate with the quantum realm because that's your, where the original Wasp was uh, trapped in Ant-Man. They mentioned that, that they can't get in or out of there. They haven't perfected it. And because uh, that's what made Scott so incredible at the end of the movie. He goes in and out of it. It's the first time it's been achieved. And two, they released a comic uh, showing what Captain Marvel was doing when she received the page from Fury. Oh, did they? What, oh, what they did. Doing? Yeah. So she's fighting a scroll on a spaceship because apparently that's what she's been doing this whole time is participating in the Kree scroll war. Um, she's fighting a scroll and she's about to like beat him and he disappears. She fades into dust and she's like, what the fuck and then she gets the page and she's like shit something's wrong uh really yeah okay. all right so maybe, See, maybe my theory is wrong but i think at least the realm will be somewhat mentioned in the captain marvel film i'm inclined to agree it takes yeah, place I, 20 years ago and something something has to happen well and yeah, you know that's you know probably around the same time the original wasp disappeared yeah exactly so it, could, it could all be tied in right I, there I, I kind of feel that the, the beaver was supposed to be like more evil than like the movie takes place in the 90s right so they use the beeper because you know, obviously. Yeah, that's what that was. The beepers haven't time, been yeah. around since the nineties, basically. Yeah, unless yeah. you're a doctor, like right, like since like ninety nine or something like that. So yeah. I feel like I, I don't know exactly how they go about it, but I feel like she'll be in another, like the, I don't want to say dimension or portal or something like that. She, I don't, I feel like she's not in real time yet. If that makes any sense, like no, it like, kind of does. So I'm wondering you, how she's gonna not be aging. You know? Right. That's yeah. That's what I mean. Like I, I feel like she's not existing in the universe that all this is going down in at the moment like she's existing in some different parallel kind of universe kind of thing and or even i was actually thinking even she's existing in the 90s not so, like you know like not to get too, too science, not to get too like you know sci-fi with it because honestly i'm gonna lose myself doing it <laughs> uh, but uh you know like where she exists like in the past and not the present kind of thing so i mean i i'm not sure i, I feel like the, there's more to the beaver than just here's a beaver you know like yeah so um i think the other thing to mention too is that a lot of people are pissed at her outfit from like behind the scene photos uh being like black and green i have a feeling that's gonna be her outfit for the movie but she's gonna have somehow yeah. change outfits for infinity or avengers 4 no, i think i think she'll have the more uh the modern. more modern outfit for the current movie because I mean, they do that with all the characters 
You know what I mean? Like, 90% like, of them. Like, Spider-Man in most of his movie didn't have the, the you know, Spider-Man costume. Yeah. He lost that pretty early on. Uh, Daredevil until he got the suit made at the end of the season. Is yeah, well, that's too. the same with every one of the Defenders, which have been very disappointing shows. I heard Luke Cage gets really good in season two, but for the most part, outside of, uh, sorry to go on the tangent, but outside of Daredevil, I don't think uh, any of the shows have really pulled me in. I don't, I don't agree with that fully. I loved uh, season one of Luke Cage. I think Daredevil's been the best series overall. Um, I really enjoyed Jessica Jones season one. Um, you know, season, that's a good point. Season two, I didn't care for as much. The Defenders, I think, I think I hated a lot more than what it was. I thought it was okay overall. Um, Punishment was interesting, but I think the pacing for that show overall like wasn't wasn't great. I think it's kind of yeah, killed I agree. it. Um, like the problem is that. Um, with the exception of, I would argue, maybe Daredevil, um, these characters, like, they're interesting characters, but they're not good enough to make a really good film of it. I agree. Um, <laughs> and if you, if you ever do a Punisher film, it has to be an R-rated film. They made, what, two PG-13 films, and neither one was like that? No, I think uh, Punisher Warzone, I'm pretty sure. Was, 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 uh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, at one point, he punches the guy through the face. It's actually really awesome. And that I, movie's I actually they, a I little underrated. Three, three Punishers, no? They made the Dolph Lundgren, the Thomas Jane, and then the Ray Stevenson. So, yeah, three. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about the uh, Dolph Lundgren one. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't hate the Thomas Jane one. I didn't either. That, I, I don't know why the like, movie gets such a bad rap. Yeah, because John Travolta sucked, though. Oh, That's Steven saying, yo. No, I mean, listen. All right, fine. Even that part. Like, I thought Thomas Jane was good. I thought the, the bad guys were creative, like, like the different guys except after, like, at Kevin Nash. Got a Kevin Nash sighting. What's wrong with that? You know, like yeah, the guy with the guitar. Like it was. Uh, you know. Actually, know what's funny is I didn't realize until recently that they based that off an actual comic. All the guys that come after him. Yeah. Like the Russian guy. That's from the comics. I had no idea. But sorry, Nick, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, that's cool. No, no. But, but like, I, you know, it wasn't. Listen, I'm not gonna tell you it was the best Marvel movie they made, but I didn't hate the movie at all. Like I kind of liked yeah. it. I saw it in theaters. I thought it was cool. I was into it. Um. I will say, though, that I, I love the casting decision to have um, John Bernthal play Frank Castle. Um, yeah. The biggest problem I feel with converting comic characters to film is that every fucking comic character is a hulking human being. And it's just not physically possible. So you kind of take what you can yeah. get. <laughs> or every chick is like wearing skin tight clothing with a huge like racket. Stack, basically. Yeah, she's lo- lo- yeah, chick. Just, <laughs> um, just Nicolette Shea for every single. Uh... There you go. <laughs> Comic heroin. <laughs> um, so along with um, with me not thinking Loki's coming back, I think Gamora is. I don't think she's gonna come back, but I would I would be surprised if she did. Um, I think Captain America is gonna sacrifice himself for whatever the new Young Avengers is gonna be, which are probably led by either Captain Marvel or Spider Man. I uh, think he and Steve both might. I mean, he and uh, he and Steve. Well, he and Tony both might sacrifice themselves. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like Tony's um he's gonna basically retire as Iron Man. Um Gwyneth Poucher is with child with him, and I think uh they're gonna name their child uh Steve. Oh uh, yeah, that would make sense. I kinda see it as more like more like the cheesy way to end it for that. Um I don't think they're gonna kill off Black Widow. I think she's eventually gonna get her, her own uh spinoff film. Um I think Hawkeye is gonna become Ronin because they were um, they should have still been wearing gold and black boots. Yeah. Um, and plus, they need to do something with him. You know, he's got to get some kind of, uh, you know, something's got to go on with him. <laughs> which, like, I mean, 
he just he's he's such a mismatch to me as the overall group because I mean his his power is accuracy of the bow and arrow, which is a you know an antiquated weapon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I mean oh, I mean <laughs> I'm surprised he never became an Olympic archer. Not for nothing. I'm surprised he didn't become <laughs> Sterling Archer. Uh, well no, nah, you don't have to swag for that. He does he is, <laughs> he is accurate with anything though. If you remember in Civil War, which you said is your favorite Marvel film. Yeah, um, Tony at one point. Yeah, played eighteen, yeah. shot eighteen, got bored. Like <laughs> I love that part. So it's just subtle little line in there. Um, anybody else you guys think are will will perish under this uh, this new regime of Thor being the leader of the world? Um, I actually think Captain Marvel's going to play a big part in uh, being a leader too. But uh, I think we're definitely losing in one capacity or another Iron Man and uh and Cap. I'm trying to think who else could go. I don't think we lose the Hulk. I think Thor uh, will retire as well. Uh, I think his, his film arc kind of just ended with uh, Ragnarok. I, I think they're actually going to do a little bit more. I think because Ragnarok, they finally kind of found their groove. Where the first Thor was like, okay, it's an introduction. Second one was a total misfire where it just didn't, you know, there, it didn't yeah. get off the right way. So um, I think Ragnarok's amazing. Ragnarok is my first or second favorite. It's it's. I can't decide if I like the fun in that more than the depth of Infinity War. <laughs> so I juggle between the two. But I think they found the group, and I hope they do a couple more. I know they want to bring uh, Beta Ray Bill in. So I think they've kind of Yo, got the... Yeah, Beta Ray Bill too. Yeah. Um, Nick, anybody you think who uh, may die that we haven't mentioned? Uh, I think Captain America the goner. I know that there was talk about... Uh, Bucky taking over, but I think he's going down the White Wolf path. Um, yeah. Wakanda, so I, I think that's going to end up happening. So do you think Falcon's um, going to take the mantle of Captain America then? I, I don't... I, honestly, I'm not sure that they continue a Captain America. I think they, yeah, they, I, they, I I think they let it die with, with Steve Rogers. I, you know, like, I, I think they have somebody else maybe take a different role, but I don't I don't think they'll have somebody else be the Captain America. Now, I, I, I'm pretty sure I voiced my opinion about this before, but I think Captain America, at least in the movies, is super overrated. Like, like the most important things he does in most movies is basically chaperone people to safety while the uh, heavyweights start actually fighting people. Like, you got Hulk and Thor and this and that fight, and Captain America's like, alright, everybody get on this plane, and everybody get off this thing, and clear this city, and it's like, bro, go do something. Like, yo, Boy, I got somebody. Like. But you know what? I will say that. I got two points for that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You first, Justin. I'll say as a trilogy, I think it's a very strong trilogy overall. Uh, the first Avenger was, I mean, it was good. It wasn't great, uh, but it was a necessary backstory, but I thought Winter Soldier was a great mixture of uh, not just a comic book film, but an action film and a spy thriller as well. I thought that was very well yeah. orchestrated. Um and like I said before, like Civil War, I think Civil War to me really isn't a Captain America film. It's Avengers two point five, um, but <laughs> but I think uh, like as overall, I think the action of that film was great. I think we had great introduction of Black Panther. Um, yeah, I thought Civil War was good. I, 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 like, I like Civil War a lot too. So Matt, yeah. what were your points? Um, I was gonna say, hey, did you not see in Winter Soldier where he holds a helicopter to the ground? Could you imagine? The no, that was Civil War. Needs, like, was it Civil War? That was I Civil that was, War, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, like, and I feel like they, they make his character, like, a lot stronger than he realistically should be. Like, like Thor holding a helicopter, all right, great. Like, even Captain, yeah. Captain Rogers, like, all right, Captain America. Okay, I understand he's, like, the most developed human. Like, yo, he got this steroid stuff done in 1940. How good was Ross <laughs> in 1940, yo? Like, 
Yeah, Babe Ruth was just a little <laughs> weight then. Like, they weren't that strong. And how they not wear off eventually. I, you know what? Well, he was, he was I, ice I, for a little I'll bit. Suspend, I'll suspend the wearing off stuff. I'll, I'll let him be as strong as he was in the 1940s. What kind of technology did they have in the 1940s? We, didn't, we barely had fucking televisions. <laughs> um, oh, so, with that being said, um, who do you think is going to be the new Avengers team? Um, I think we're going to see Thor, Captain Marvel. I think we're going to get Professor Hulk from now on. I think um, I think it's going to happen also. I think you're right with that. Um, Nick, yeah. if you're not familiar, there's an arc where um, Bruce Banner and the Hulk learn to coexist and they become Professor Hulk, which is the Hulk's body with Bruce Banner's intelligent mind. I actually am not familiar with that, but that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's I think that's kind of where their conflict was coming from in uh, Infinity War was that Hulk wanted a little bit more, you know, than to just be a uh, weapon. Well, can we get Joe Fixit though, at least for like a little bit too? That'd be interesting to see. <laughs> it really would. <laughs> I love when he was a uh, bouncer in Vegas. I'm telling you, I think we're also we're gonna have Spider Man on the team. Oh, definitely. I think we'll probably see well, yes, uh, War yeah. Machine too. I think they'll keep Don Cheadle around. I have a feeling he may die, actually. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, especially if, uh, if Iron Man retires. Um, but I can see Tony Stark becoming basically the new Nick Fury for this cast as well. Yeah. Like in that sense, role? Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Like kind of like a Overwatcher kind of thing. Especially with uh, him making tech suits for Spidey and everything else, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love good. their dynamic. I love the Spider-Man, uh, Iron Man dynamic. Like the, the really good son, job like, uh, yeah. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I actually enjoy it, too. How big of a baller movement was it whenever uh, Peter's like, if you cared, you'd be here, and all of a sudden Iron Man just pops out of his fucking suit? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. I did not see that coming. <laughs> um, I've said a ton of uh, miscellaneous predictions. Yeah. Nick, Matt, do you have any uh, predictions for yourself? For the next film or the next stage of the universe? For the next, uh, for the next Avengers film. Um, or even something that has long-term I, implications from that film as well. I think we're definitely going to get a preview of the next threat. If they finalize this whole deal with Fox in time, I wouldn't be shocked if we saw Galactus or Doom at the end of the next uh, movie. Um, I, do, I don't think Thanos will die. To be fair, I no, think they're going to keep him around as a, a looming threat where he might come back or they go to him for help later. Uh, it could be one of those. Um, trying to think what else. Those are, those are my big things. I wouldn't be shocked if we saw a little bit of the scrolls, maybe a little secret invasion action. Someone dies and we see someone's actually been an alien in disguise the whole time. But that's uh, that's my out there prediction. I, you know what it is? I, I, f- I feel like the only problem with that is that. Like, I'm vaguely familiar with the scrolls, but I think a lot of people aren't familiar at all. I feel like that's going to be tough to... I guess you'd have to just set it up and then be able to explain it in the next, like, well, film. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah. Because it's not, like, it, 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 it is a little bit of a storyline to explain the scrolls, too. Well, the simple, reason you know, I like, say that is that that's uh, Captain Marvel's enemy in uh, her movie. Yeah, no, I, I know. So they so kind of they give you a little bit of that preview, but yeah, it would be. Uh... I guess if they're prominent in Captain, Captain Marvel, I could see it too. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, I could see that. Though. I know that um, they said he's not going to be in the movie, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Adam Warlock pops up at the end to set up the uh, Infinity Watch. Oh yeah, he was, that he was already mentioned in uh, what was it, Guardians of the Galaxy. He was uh, in a teaser of Guardians of the Galaxy two to be in three, but 
he was a major role in uh, the Infinity Gauntlet to begin with, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that could potentially set the Magus as well for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 also. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they've, got, they've gone pretty much all in on him not being in Avengers, you know, Infinity War 2, so... I'm, gonna well, I'm pretty sure they said the DS same thing about uh, Spider-Man at some point. They're like, oh, no, no, he's not going to be in Civil War. And then all of a sudden he pops up at the end of that trailer. Yeah, I think the only thing with that, though, was... They, they had to go to a deal with Sony. Yeah, like, they, they couldn't even commit to him actually being able to be in it. Yeah, but even so they, when um, even that deal was signed, though, they, they said at first that he was not going to be in Civil War, which sucked because it was a huge uh, character point in the comics uh, arc for that. Yeah. yeah. Um... So, like I said, 10 years, 19 films. Uh, I've actually been re-watching uh, everything in chronological order, not when it was released, but when it actually takes place in the film universe. Oh, that's the best, yeah. I've um, done that once. It's, it's actually, it's enjoyable because there's so many, um, they did such a great job of having these like little minor callbacks. Um, like even, even in the first Thor, when uh, Odin banishes Thor to, um, to Earth and depowers him, to teach him a lesson, he did that because he learned his lesson from you know his daughter Hella to like making small little mentions. Right? Yeah. Oh else. wow! I didn't even think about that. And then even if you look, if you look at Ragnarok when she's walking to the hall and tears down the uh, everything that's painted over, she's holding uh, Mjolnir um, when she's posing next to uh, Odin yeah. on the roof. Um, that part I saw. But that being said, I mean this is a a really, really ambitious thing for Marvel to do. And it was a huge risk because they were, um, Iron, Iron Man's success was basically what was going to do them or what was going to make them succeed. And because Iron Man did so well, they got put in this position. Well, yeah, they did the exact opposite of DC. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, but that being said, not all 19 films are great. So uh, to you, what is your uh, best and worst film? Uh, overall through the MCU? Best, I'd probably go with Infinity War. Uh, Thor Ragnarok would be a close second there. It's like 1A, 1B to me. Um, Worst is probably Thor The Dark World, although right behind it is more than likely Iron Man 3. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Tony Stark 1. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Like Pino likes to call it. I would actually say... um, I think my least favorite of the entire franchise um, is the Incredible Hulk. Uh, yeah. you, you know what's funny? I, I get that. The only problem is I have a hard time including it because it wasn't Mark Ruffalo's Incredible Hulk. So Which, I, by the way, I, like I know he was supposed, like it was supposed to be initially, and then it wasn't or whatever. Case, but like I feel like it doesn't feel as I know it's part of the Marvel you know, MCU, but it doesn't feel like it's that. It doesn't feel like it's a different character though. But yeah. what's crazy that too is that Ed Norton was a uh, is a huge Hulk nerd. He actually had like Hulk sheets uh, in his room when he re- when he worked in the film. Uh, yeah, the thing is, the only reason he left, I thought, was because he wanted too much involvement and in the later films. Yeah, which um, I can't blame them for. Like they got a, they had a plan. <laughs> I think Mark Ruffalo is a much better cast. Um, I think a problem with a lot of the iconic Marvel comic characters is that. They're iconic on paper, but it's really hard to give them like the depth and the layers of a uh, of a really good film. And I think the Hulk is one of those guys who falls into that category. Yeah, he's yeah. tough to kind of. Um, uh, same with Daredevil, uh, though. Just to be fair, that movie just was just horribly fucking directed. It was trying to be Blade, and it wasn't. Yeah. Um, I think the same with Fantastic Four. Uh, from the DC side, I think the same could be said with Superman. I think that 
he's just too powerful in that when you're that strong, like, who's really threatening you? Yeah, and actually, no, my favorite incarnation of Superman uh, on film so far was actually the Justice League version. I know it's not a popular opinion, but I saw the second half of that movie really nailed his personality. You know what I mean? Where he's like, this isn't really an issue for me. I've got to go save these people. You guys finish this fight. I'll be right back. Oh, he's still bothering you? I'll beat the crap out of him. We're done. <laughs> but, like, that's pretty much who he is. But, what like, I don't hate the DCEU as much as, um like, everybody else does. Like, it's not as good as the MCU film-wise. I think they make everything try to be too, far, too dark and too brooding. Yeah. But to me, like, my one qualm with the, Just- with, uh, the Justice League film was that Superman was literally their, their deus ex machina. I mean... That's what he's in the they, books, too, though. Like, he's... <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like you, could, but you even got that feeling, like, from the very beginning when, uh, I was in, um... I was gonna say Beowulf. Seven Wolf gets on Earth, and he realizes <laughs> that, uh... He, like, he even called the Kryptonian, like, that he's not there. He realized that's his chance, because he knows that if Superman's around, he's gonna get his ass wolf, like, and he, and he knows it, too, y'all, like... But the problem is that I think it, it always worked against Superman, how strong he is works against him in character development because it's like in reality yeah. like exactly and not, only, and not only that but like he he can win so many more battles so the thing is with batman batman's popularity and is based around how vulnerable he actually is like you you know like yeah, batman super- shouldn't be able to do what he does yeah right somehow. but i mean listen you just keep in mind like his villains are beatable too so the problem is like they're kind of like evenly matched in a lot of ways more or less you know so you go after them but like superman Superman's like he's basically a, like a god, you know, like on this planet. Like, so you know, you got to be fighting literally heavyweights every single time. Yeah. Like, if he's fighting like the Joker, you literally rip the Joker's spine out in the first thirty seconds. <laughs> over, like, like and he can do it too. You know, he's not gonna because like he only uses his eyes to like warm yeah. up an old woman's porridge or something like that. <laughs> but you know, like his blazy eyes thing. But listen, but the thing is with Superman, like in Justice League, you really like. It was one of the first times. Where I actually enjoyed Superman's just like badassness, you know, like yeah. and, and he really was that. Like even to the point where one of the coolest parts, I, I to me, I thought was um, when they first free, like they first revive him, and they're all trying to hold him off. He's just kicking and, the shit out of them. I, I mean, not only <laughs> that, but like Flash, who his entire life has been the fastest person, like to the point where he runs and people don't see him, not can't see him well. Don't even know that he's moving. Don't. Yeah. And, and literally, Superman's here holding off three of like the Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and Flash is trying to run around him, like thinking, "Oh, well, he's not as fast as me." And Superman's just looking at him, like, "Yeah, we're going at the same speed. This is happening right now." And that's <laughs> like, you call Flash that realized, fast? Holy Christ! Yeah. This guy's not fucking around. <laughs> um, like, you call that speed? Like, I love that. <laughs> so, Nick, for you, what's your um, what's your best and worst as far as the uh, MCU films? I, um, it's tough. I, uh, I, I was kind of, all right. So one of my, t- one of the TV shows I really liked was, um, the blacklist. I think James Spader's also in the blacklist. So when I found that he got cast as Ultron, who I actually think is a pretty cool character. Uh, I like, I yeah. mean, I know that they had to go away from how he's really created. Cause obviously he was created by Ant-Man and, um, you know, he wasn't really introduced. So they had to go in a different direction, which is fine. Um, but I was really hoping that with the voice and I was really amped up that he was going to be a cool character. Ultron was meh. I really wanted to like it more, though, because of Jace Vader. Um, but Avengers, uh, yeah, Infinity War, I'd probably have to go with it. just Because there was so much going on that I felt like they included so much, and there were so many storylines involved in it. And, yeah, I'd probably go with Avengers, Avengers you know, Infinity War is the best one, too. I, I agree with Matt. I think there's 
arguments to be made about some other ones like that. But, uh, yeah, I'd probably go with that one. Honestly, worse. Uh, it's funny because I was thinking between Dark World and, and Iron Man 3. And uh, while I actually do like Hemsworth, I really, really like Robert Downey Jr. So I think I'd give the slight advantage to Iron Man 3 being a teeny little bit better than Dark World. I don't know why. I just I didn't, I, no, I'm, I'm I didn't love you, Dark man. World. Yeah, like, I, I guess. Just, I wasn't crazy about it. I gotta say, when I re like, I hated Dark World at first, thought I was dumb, but I rewatched it. It wasn't as bad as I remember it being the first time around. It's not. It's nowhere near like you know a great film by Marvel standards. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue that I hated it. I think. I, I think it's it. overhated in general, though. Yeah, There's I'm only sorry, like, I'm from my yeah. point. Like you know, what it is? if you have ten really good movies, one of them in theory has to be the worst one. Those making a bad movie. But exactly. Yeah. It's gotta be a bad. You know, like it's like saying like the the, the Batman trilogy. You gotta like one the least. One of them the least. Like, doesn't make any three of them bad, but you gotta like one of them the least, like, no matter what. Yeah. Um, so, in these 19 movies, what do you guys think has been, like, the one weak spot as far as uh, what's going on? Um, I think, like, in, in the history of the films or what's currently happening with them? Uh, what's, like, what, throughout the history of the films? Because my, uh, my biggest fan point was in uh, Phase 2. So after the Avengers have formed, you would think you'd see them around a lot more. Like, for example, in Iron Man 3, when uh, Tony's house gets blown up, I was like, oh, for sure. Like, Cap's going to be there. Like, what can I do to help? Like, let me look. Even if have a major part in the movie, you expect somebody else to kind of show up. And they didn't do enough of the crossovers, I think, until the current phase. Like, it wasn't until after Age of Ultron that we really started to see people show up more in each other's movies. And I think that was a major failing. Because that, that would have been really cool if, you know, you've got Iron Man 3, like, featuring Captain America. Like, he clearly needs yeah. help. You know, like... Yeah, you know, that's a good point. Because, like, there's a lot of times where... I mean, I guess, you know what it is? I'm conflicted on that. Because from one end, you don't... First of all, budget-wise, you don't want to have these guys parading through each other's sets. Yeah, but, but we're not watching for the budget. We're watching to be held in suspension. No, no, I, I understand that. But I'm trying to be practical from that sense, too. But Fuck at the same time, quality. it's like, you know, like, there's so many things that are... like. The pro- I feel like you know what it is. It, it kind of gets balanced in between because the thing is, is like basically what happens. What happens now is any solo movie, the the conflict can't be so big that it requires the Avengers' help. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if the world's on the brink, like you're not gonna just have like Ant Man trying to figure out his fucking suit for the first time. You know, like you know what I'm saying? Like, and I like Ant Man too. Like, I actually thought the movie was cool. But like, if the world's like on the brink of like or even like Doctor Strange, like you know, if Doctor Strange didn't step up in that movie, I mean, they're you know, that's it. The world's over, right? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of. Yeah. Yeah, you think Iron Man needs to know about this? Like, you know, like you think Captain America needs to know about this? Maybe chase uh, Lachif from uh, Casino Royale around somewhere. Like, maybe somebody <laughs> do something. Like, you, you get, we basically have these guys taking tutorials on how to become Avengers, and they're like saving the world, and it just like it don't make sense because, like you said, like. You kind of probably would need help with somebody else, right? This is real life. Yeah. Somebody would step up, right? Like, um, I think it really comes down to the world isn't at risk, but their world is. Yeah, I, well, I mean, it's like, yes, if, if they fail, yeah. I mean, shit's gonna go down, but you know, but it's not the kind of thing. And also, I mean, the one argument I would give to that aspect too is just. Uh, in the heat of the moment, you might, like, if you're chasing someone down on foot, you're not going to have time to, like, let me pull up my cell phone and dial Tony real quick. You know what I mean? Like, they don't yeah. they don't seem to have a super quick uh, method of contact. Like, Cap gave 
Tony a phone from 2004 to call him on. I'm like, how do you know it's going to work? Like, what's, where's he going to get a charger for that thing? Listen, not for nothing. It's pretty obvious that he's a drug dealer. Because um, <laughs> those are the only people who carry those phones. Yeah, well, I, um, I watch The Wire. I'm that familiar. are 70-year-olds. <laughs> my, um, my biggest issue is that the villains overall really haven't, from a character perspective, haven't been that great. Um, I think probably the most well-developed character and um, the most complex villain they really have is probably going to be Loki. Yeah. But, I mean, even, even I mean, Thanos. Throw Thanos up there now, yeah. No, but even, like, what the fuck was he doing? Like, and the problem, too, is that, like, in the comics, his motivation was to... Was his little schoolgirl crush on death. Like, so yeah. it, was, it was really hard to get motivation to have that anyway, but... I mean, everybody on their mind was, like, why don't just create more, more resources? Why kill half the world? Like, where's, where's the reasoning behind that? Well, um, the one argument I would give to that, though, and I, I've thought about this a little bit because I've, I've, I've reread it a lot. Um, a lot of people are saying, oh, just double all the resources. Well, then that just invites the population to double. People are going to have more and more kids. It's going to wear down faster. It's a lot quicker to wear out extra resources than it is to come back from a culling of the population. My favorite was, uh, I'd say a joke about it, was basically like, you, I think that they're asking Captain America and Iron Man, like, we have three children, we have six children, and three chairs, what do you do? And <laughs> yeah. Captain America and Iron Man are like, you build three chairs. And Thanos is like, you kill three children. Three children, yeah. <laughs> um, I think my <laughs> so perfect. It really is. My favorite meme for the entire MCU was um, after Age of Ultron. It's uh, Scarlet Witch and uh, Quicksilver going, Dad, there's this giant metal thing attacking us. Can you please help us? And then it cuts to um, Michael Fassbender. He goes, can't, copyright. <laughs> um, yeah, so th- there's actually a clip of that of if Magneto was in the Marvel universe, he would just dominate yeah, the, everything. The uh, the Dorkley video. Yeah, the yeah. little eight bit one or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um. So wrapping up the MCU part, um, what characters have not been introduced on film yet that you want to say? Uh, well, I mentioned earlier Beta Ray Bill. I'd be a pretty big fan of Yeah, I'd be, I'd be cool with um, Beta Ray Bill, that horse-looking dude. I, I doubt they'll ever do it, but as a, as a Spider-Man fan, I always loved Ben Riley growing up. I don't think there's a conceivable way for them to do the Clone Wars, but I would love to see Ben Riley. Um, uh, I would love to see Moon Knight. Ooh, that's, that, I think, has a very realistic possibility. I Especially with Black Panther out now, too. Yeah. Um... I would say the more the Submariner, but the only issue though is that it's really, really fucking hard to do movies that are based entirely underwater. And I know that like you'll see Aquaman, Aquaman. Does. <laughs> um, but even that, like to me, like I, I think Namor has been around longer than Aquaman has been, but I think Namor is also looked at as like a ripoff of Aquaman himself, even though he's been yeah, Namor is older, yeah, but he's yeah, Aquaman's just gotten a little bit more. Uh, I don't know if you to call it popularity so much as attention. Yeah. Because Aquaman's been a joke for such a long time that they had to cast, you know, a really, really Giant well-known badass. Yeah. To kind of, you know, shake that stigma. Um, I would I actually wouldn't hate seeing him at all either. I think they could do that really well if they did a... Uh, actually, he's a pretty big conflict with uh, Black Panther in the comics. And that's something that I'd actually love to see. Oh, yeah. Because if they brought the, uh, that to the big screen. Yeah. But they... At some point... I, I didn't read this issue... But at some point, I guess they get some kind of argument, and Namor's like, fuck it. 
and sends a tidal wave to Wakanda, and Black Panther's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you're gonna hit me with a tidal wave? So it's like, yeah, it's pretty much an all-out battle. Uh, Nick, what about you? Anybody you want to see? I'm going to tell you, as a character, what, what we want to see in a movie. And I don't think I'm ever going to see it, and it's not a multiple character anyway. Um, Martian Manhunter. Oh, yeah, you've, <laughs> you've always been saying that. I love Martian yeah. Manhunter. And I, I think Idris Elba would be a great Martian Manhunter, but I don't think he could do it because he's Heimdall, and it pisses me off because I fucking <laughs> love Martian Manhunter. I, like, There's no reason they can't do both. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel like Listen, you know what? Not for nothing. Ben Affleck did both, both sides of it, and Ryan, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds did both of them too. And he yeah. did one terrible one, and uh, he did one yeah, really one. good one. So, Halle, Halle Berry, Halle Berry, one terrible one, and one just kind of okay one. Josh Berlin, thanks. Um, all right. Um, last question, and then we're gonna take a break and then go to segments. Um, with Disney's emerging purchase of Fox, uh, I think. The Fantastic Four is definitely a storyline to watch. Um, there's even whispers that the deal's already done. It's just uh, they, won't, they won't announce it yet. Um, but I think the bigger question is, what's going to happen with the X-Men? Um, because they've, they've dedicated a lot of resources to building that franchise. I think the cast is very, very good. They have another trilogy coming, but do you stick with that? Do you completely reboot it? Do you integrate them into the MCU? Like, what do we just pretend that they're completely different uh, I don't, universes? I, I don't think you can reboot it at this point. I think I think they're pretty kind of far gone. <laughs> and not only that, but like, I don't think the casting is bad. I mean, I, I know technically Wolverine's not around anymore. Technically, depending on where you pick it up, I guess because like if they do the Dark Phoenix thing, which is next, actually. Yeah, I know it's next. I mean, it, that, what's his name's not in that though, right? Uh, Wolverine's not in. No, that. no, he's he's actually no, he's retired. He's so. done. But what I don't okay so all right here's the, the only issue is the only issue I had with the X Men movies and not that I mind them but the only problem is that they've jumped around so much in the timelines that like you have yeah. Logan going on in the future which okay fine he's retired but that was the future that's not even now like that's down the line which is my big thing too is you can't bring X twenty three in because of that <coughs> yeah it was a, they definitely messed around too much I totally agree with you on that yeah, like, like there's and, been and, too and they much jumped around and, and it's and the, the unfortunate thing is. The actual movies themselves weren't bad. Like Apocalypse, I thought it could have been a little better, but I didn't hate it. It was it was cool, and you yeah. know, it's a, listen. Anytime you get to see like the Phoenix, it's always cool. You know, like so that, that part was cool too. But like they jumped around so much, and and honestly, I didn't even think it was a terrible idea that they did the uh, Days of Future Past, where they basically just hit kind hit of reset. reset on yeah. a ton of stuff, and were able to. It gave them a lot of flexibility, and you know what? It was flexibility that was explainable. Like it wasn't just like some nonsense. Prequel, sequel, sequel, prequel. We're here. Yeah, we're like, like you gotta no, watch like, this. Right, you gotta we, watch back, that. we changed things. Things got better, and this is where we're at now. And these characters are still alive because of it. So you know, like, it's cool. But like, I, you know, with between that, like, if you think about it, Wolverine should be in the the, the Dark Phoenix saga. Like, I I can't see a scenario why he wouldn't be in it. Other That's than a very good that, point. You know, other than the fact that he's retired thirty five years down the line, or he died, or whatever. Like, and it's <laughs> like, all right, so what? That's forty years from now. Like. Where the fuck are you? You know, like. Well, I think his issue though too is that um, he cited one of the reasons why he's retiring is both his age and uh, he had skin cancer from doing those roles as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. He got skin cancer. Yes, that's uh that was reported when Logan came out. From doing what? From doing all the roles. I think having to get his body tanned and all that stuff. I think he actually developed uh... skin cancer. I didn't hear that at all. Jesus Christ! I'll, I'll look for a link and send to you guys nice. later. But... No, no, I mean I believe you. I just didn't never heard. I haven't heard that. Um, so I, like, he's... Little, does he know that Wolverine can't get cancer? Clearly not, because he's clearly a brilliant well, character now. 
<laughs> so, would you say that to Christopher Reeves, though? <laughs> like, true. Uh, I, 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 I wouldn't soon? go to his grave to tell him. Too soon? Yeah, too soon? that might be too soon. Um, the one thing I really hope they don't fuck with, though, is, uh, is Deadpool. I think they have they have the right stuff going on with that, with that movie, and I really... yeah. I really don't see a need for him to be integrated into the MCU. Um, yeah, uh, well, I, I think you actually yeah. kind of have to, because that is technically the current team. You know, X Force is going to be yeah. what we see instead of X Men. I think going forward, but I think Marvel's also smart. Well, they'll leave that on its own. Deadpool might show up here or there, but he won't be to the same you know degree dropping f bombs, doing like massive bags of cocaine on screen like but, he is in his own movie. But hopefully, his mouth will be sunshine either. Yeah, hopefully not. Oh my god, I've 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 been that angry in a theater in a long time. <laughs> that was so that like, was just bizarre. I, like it's just like it doesn't make sense to me. It's like okay, he's a merc with a mouth. Let's take away his mouth. <laughs> now he's That's just like, a oh. merc. Yeah, like oh, he's a punisher. What if he was a pacifist? <laughs> like it's like what are you doing? Like so, sometimes things happen in movies, and like I'm just sitting there thinking like. Who fucking sat in a room and thought this was a good idea? Yeah, I do like, that too. Like, who, who was who, there? All right, not only did who came up with this idea in the first place, and who were the other eight clowns that were like, "Yeah, no, that works." No, it doesn't. Yeah, fucking sign off work. on it. <laughs> I think. Um, I mean, with the exception of the complete bastardization of Deadpool, um, Origins Wolverine's biggest issue was that it was released twenty years too late. Had it gotten released in like you know the eighties, people would have loved that movie. I thought it was one of the best yeah. comic films of all time. Uh, but it came out after good comic movies started coming out, so people knew what a good comic movie was, and that just wasn't it. Yeah. I All definitely right. agree with that. Uh, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and do some segments, guys. All right, let's do it. Sounds good. All right, guys, we are back, and we're going to do a couple of uh, segments, including their newest one, uh, meme curation. So um, I feel like every fucking month there's like five new memes that are like really popular, and some of them I get they're from like you know whether it's like the disintegrating people in uh, Infinity War or uh, put some respect in my name when Birdman did the whole interview last year, and some of them I I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. So the one I really don't understand is the new uh, the new set of memes called Banking Your Bus Driver, which. I, I don't get like where it came from, where the origins are, and part of me also really believes that um, people trying to make memes as PSAs to curb shitty behavior or encourage good behavior. And I think this is one of them. Yeah, uh, you, you know what's funny? Like I, I was, I was thinking to myself like, <laughs> I, I, I kind of think it's funny in like a silly way, like you know, like thinking of like, thinking your bunch driver is the greatest thing you could do. Uh, I'm gonna be honest, I've done it on occasions. Generally, I've done it when I've had conversations with the bus driver during the bus trip. I wouldn't just randomly say it, but, like, I'll say it or whatever. Um, I, but I do think it's funny. It's, like, you know, m- meme culture. And, listen, I, I love memes. Don't get me wrong. Meme culture has become so strong that it's actually made people be nicer. Be, like, listen, thank you, bus driver. Some people think it's stupid. It's silly. It's not a bad thing to do. You know, like. Like I said, think- encourage good behavior. Encourage shitty behavior. Right, yeah, like that's that's exactly. I agree. Like, even if you do it as a joke, you know what? Maybe a bus driver had a bad day, and you you thanked him, and it actually meant something to him. And he's older; he don't know about memes and shit like that. But you made that guy's day. <laughs> so, like, though, if the like, it's it's a weird comparison to make, but like, I think of uh, LeBron doing his uh, special, and in the special <laughs> he did, he donated like what was it like two he collected two million dollars for Boys and Girls Club. And listen, I don't like the special; I thought it was kind of silly. He didn't need to do it. 
The worst thing LeBron James has ever done in his career was ended up resulting in like two million dollar donations to Boys and Girls Club of America. So yeah. I think this stuff like even if you do something out of silliness or stupidity or like you don't think it through, and some and it came some good came out of it. It's not the worst thing in the world. Like I, the, the, to me, like there's wor- much worse memes that did nothing and were also stupid than this. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of glad to agree with that. It it does seem like a, a generally just kind of nice thing. No, I agree. I mean, I've always said, I've always taken my bus driver anyway. I just, like I said, sometimes it comes out and you're like, what the fuck is this coming from? And this is like, that's my initial reaction. Like, why are we suddenly taking our bus drivers? Actually, I'm going to see if I can find that on Know Your Meme real quick. Uh, yeah, the origin. Yeah, sometimes I have yeah. there. I actually looked at the origin of um, that calculating woman. I didn't realize it was like some um, South American. Uh, Television, television star. Which one? The calculating woman, huh? The woman who's like saying, like when you like when you're like the confused. blonde woman. Yeah. It's South American. Oh really? Yeah. I actually thought that was from uh, what is that show? Um, with the chick, she's got the oh Claire Danes. She always looks like she's like about to poop or something. Yeah, I thought it was a clip from Homeland. <laughs> Uh, did you see any, uh, any origins? It doesn't look like there's anything. Oh, wait, oh, hold on, hold on. On June 16th, 2018, Redditor Generations posted a joke to Dank Memes featuring two coffins labeled successful people and unsuccessful people. Lives they... different tomb, da, da, da. People would think, yeah, so the first one was one of those uh, with the two coffins and then the uh, Egyptian tomb. And one was labeled "People who say thanks to the bus driver when they get off," and I somehow we got so, yeah. forty-two thousand yeah, likes. Um, the math lady slash confused lady is uh, Renata Sora. She is Brazilian, um, and she plays Nazar uh, Tedesco in a scene from a tele- telenovela. Hmm. Uh, really? Wow, I didn't know that. Right. I thought it was like I thought it was like a CBS show. Uh, no, I, th- I thought it was an American show, too. Apparently, it's not. Um, so, on to our next segment. Uh, fuck this guy. So, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have any uh, ones you want to suggest also, but I think the obvious answer this week is the, uh, the gang who murdered that 15-year-old kid from the Bronx in Jersey. Yeah, that's terrible. <clears throat> and after all that, it was the wrong fucking kid. Which I'm not advocating for murder, but, I mean, Jesus Christ. Right, I mean, no, I don't. If you're going to do it, yeah. Don't fuck it up. Just... I mean, uh, people make me sick right and left, man. I think, uh, I know one of the guys like fled to the, I think the Dominican Republic. I think the cops got him and extradited them. I, I've, I've been following the story too closely, but I think I read that I could be wrong. Um, so I'm happy at least, like, at least they're getting justice over this whole thing. I mean, and I think the weirdest thing I saw in it, I was reading one, uh, one of the stories, the leader of the gang, like, apologized on Facebook, which. <laughs> It's weird, to, it's weird to me yeah. at so many levels. First of all... Yeah, I know. Like, Okay, so, so you're a criminal. So if you're the leader of the gang, why the fuck are you saying my bad? Second of all, how in the world is, like, is the news reporting this just casually without having any screenshot or any of the context? And third, like, how are the cops not at this guy's ass? Unless he was involved, and I just don't realize it, but they didn't say his name in the story. They just said the gang leader. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it was, it was weird to me just, like, I don't know if it was – was it him coming outright and saying or somebody messaging him on Instagram, Facebook, whatever it was. But, like, yeah, just the whole – like, the whole thing bugged me because, like, I'll, I'll be honest. The first time 
So I'm in like different groups. I follow different Instagram pages, and you know they always end up putting some of these crazy videos, like you know whatever. Like a lot of times, you don't even know where they are, what you're looking at at the time. It's just kind of is stuff, and you're just looking at it, you know, like. And like I remember, I seen the video, and the first time I saw it, I like I wasn't paying full attention, so I couldn't really tell that they were stabbing him. The very first time I watched it through, and then as they showed the second one, you see all the blood coming out. I'm like, oh shit, that's not good. Stupid, better poor choice of words, but whatever. Like, that doesn't look good. And then, like, as you watch it more, you realize that man, they, they, they get the knife in this kid. And then, like, the details of the story started coming out. You know, like, he was a 15 year old kid, which is fucking terrible. And then they, you know, he'd gone to the bodega trying to hide. They dragged him back out. They Jeez. stabbed him. They left him there. Like, it's just like, it's it, it just honestly, it really was a domino effect to me because the more stuff I started hearing about it, the worse the story got. Like, not that it would have been okay had it been the right kid, but, man, like, yo, you killed a 15-year-old kid who was a good kid, too, because you thought he was somebody else. And then, like, not only that, but, like, the whole reasoning for what had happened, I'm sure you guys heard, too, was um, one of the rival gang's uh, sister had a video shot of her having sex with one of the other rival gangs, and they wanted to go after the other rival gang, go after that. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, you know, I, I saw, like, clips of the video, like, they blur some stuff out and stuff like that. But, like, you know, your sister was allowing that to happen. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's always. And, and honestly, this is one of the things that drives me nuts. Like, like people get angry. Like, they get angry. The, the anger is misdirected. Like, if that was my sister, like, I wouldn't be mad if somebody else would be mad at my sister for being with, like. Like, what are you like, doing? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like, and, like, I, I, I look at it, like. <laughs> when when somebody gets cheated on, you know, like they get mad at like, you know, you always see the movies and stuff like that. Like a man cheats on a woman, and 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 the, the you know the man's wife or girlfriend or whatever goes after the woman. I'm sitting thinking like, get bad the fucking man. At the woman, yeah, go after the person who, like you you don't expect or like even men, like a man, like his girlfriend cheats on him, and and he goes after the guy, and, and I'm sitting thinking like, like yo, he don't have any loyalty to you. You you don't expect any loyalty from him. You expect loyalty from her. Like what are you gonna mad at him for? Yeah. You know, like, I just, it's just, and then I heard today, today I heard, this is, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Melissa told me that uh, the kid that actually was on the video called Junior, the kid that got killed, down to the bodega to lend him money. And the reason he wow. did that was so that he could set up him so that they could confuse him for the kid they were actually chasing. And that he would get off basically scot free. Oh, that's really fucking that's shitty. Grimy, yeah, man. I, I, I oh. told me she had read that somewhere. I don't know how reliable that is. I have to look it up myself. How the so fuck do you sleep at night doing that? But like, Seriously. like, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, yo, you, you set up a 15 year old kid to get murdered. Like, that's that's what you did. Like, to me, if that's true, that kid should be in jail too. He like, should be an accomplice. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I absolutely. Like, you literally set up a murder. Like, that's premeditated murder you set up. Like, why wouldn't you just go, like, granted, I know it's not the, the thing to do, especially if you're in a gang or in there, but, like, why wouldn't you just go to the cops at that point? Be like, yo, these guys are trying to kill me. <laughs> like, uh, so, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just, maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just raised differently. But I was like, nah, let me go get Well, were help. you raised in a gang? <laughs> no. Right, no, Pam ran a tight shot, but it wasn't a gang. He was raised in a laser <laughs> gang that wore uh, black and gold clothing. Yeah, that's facts. Black and yellow, black and yellow. Um, do you guys have any other suggestions or fuck all these guys? Um, I probably do have uh, plenty of suggestions of guys, but <laughs> right off the top of my head right now, I'm kind of drawing a blank. Yeah. If I can think of something before the end of the segment, I'll throw it out there. All right. <laughs> 
Um, our final segment tonight is our uh, favorite program, Florida Man. Um, <laughs> oh, that's right. And we have a little special one tonight, too. But uh, the first headline, um, if you guys don't remember the segment is, it's literally me finding headlines with the words Florida Man in it. Because for some reason, I don't know what's in the fucking water, but people from Florida are fucking crazy. And I say this as a person who was born in Florida. Like, I'm a little bit crazy myself, but nowhere near as bad as this. Right. Um, Florida man fights SUV with his bare hands in fit of road rage. Oh, no, this one's totally explainable. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if you guys are uh, Rick and Morty fans, but there's that, uh, that clip on there, man versus car. He was just doing the live action version of that. <laughs> what, maybe, <laughs> really maybe, maybe he thought it was a Transformer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You it, got that Decepticons. <laughs> it reminds me of um an entourage when uh when Johnny Drama uh pulls over that car and takes his uh, golf club out and beats the shit out of the guy's <laughs> yeah, car. That's a great scene. Except with his bare hands instead. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so that was smart. Um second one, Florida man who pretended to be an Australian jihadist has been jailed for ten years. Yeah, that one. First of all, I, I, I didn't I, yeah, I don't know what was going on. There's a lot to unravel. I didn't know Australian had jihadists. You know the craziest part about all yeah. that, though, is you want to know what the, what the news source for that, for that article was? What? Al Jazeera. Business Insider. What the fuck are they doing writing Wait, that story? Yeah, Business Insider <laughs> wrote that story. Uh, they're cracking the, crack the major ones. Um, but if you that, like, there, there are some people how do you pretend to be an Australian jihadist? It, are, do jihadists even exist in Australia? Yeah, that's what I was wondering, too. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the conditions in Australia he, are harsh enough. He, he was they a pioneer. terrorists on top of it. A pioneer. You know what it kind of reminds me of? You remember in, uh, remember in, you don't mess with the Zohan? When he yeah. goes, I'm half Australian. She goes, What's the other half? He goes, Half Mount Everest. It's not, <laughs> it, sounds like, it sounds like something he made up. Like, yeah, he's like, Oh, where are you from? Uh, Australia. Oh, yeah, what do you, what do, you do there? I'm a jihadist. Yeah, like, I'm really against everything. It, it sounds like, uh, what is it? A Conan O'Brien, I think, when they do like the voices and the, the song you have to sing. They just like spin a wheel or whatever. Oh, sorry, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, Kimmel. Uh, no, not Kimmel. Or Fallon, 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 Fallon. Where you do like the spin and you get a voice. You do another spin and you get like the song you gotta sing. Well, he did a spin for nationality and a spin for occupation and ended up an Australian jihadist. <laughs> and it's like, all right, I guess this is what we're doing. Um. So our last Florida man headline it actually is not a Florida man headline. Um. We're doing this one special be. because of Nick because it really, really should be. Um. <laughs> the, the New York Daily News ran this story, and I feel like the New York Daily News either bitches about shit about New York or the New York Post. E- yeah, Post. Either, either one. They're interchangeable to me. Yeah, they're the same. They either bitch about New York or they find some ridiculous shit that happened outside of New York and write about it. And this is definitely one of those stories. Um, woman forced to have sex, um, forced X to have sex holding machete to his face. It's a woman in Montana. And. Nick and I's biggest takeaway from this whole thing was that she was not charged with rape, and I can't figure out why or how. Uh, yeah, like, she literally went to this guy's house, put a knife to his throat, and forced him to have sex with her. And she, <laughs> yeah. was, she was charged with, like, oh, like, uh, assault with a Attempted manslaughter. Yeah, and I'm like, stupid, no, yeah. does nobody realize this guy got raped? Like, yeah. Like, 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 just gloss over that part? Yeah, no, they always say you can't rape a man, but she definitely did. Like, that's... Definitely, like, how I'm, you do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not the kind of person who's like, oh, if it was a man, like whatever. Sometimes that is the case, but like I don't get that issue about it. But like, if <clears throat> if a man puts a knife to a woman and forces her sex, at what what person on earth doesn't consider that being rape? <laughs> so like the opposite happened. Except in this case, it wasn't just a knife; it was a machete. 
And it's like, oh yeah, like, you know, it was like a soul with a deadly weapon. And it's like, yo, he made she made him have sex with her. Like, why yeah. are we forgetting that part? And is, twice. The, twice. It is <laughs> Friday the charges. It's Friday the thirteenth meets uh Black Christmas. I didn't actually see Black Christmas. Don't don't, don't even waste your fucking time. It's terrible. <laughs> oh come on. You see I've seen worse movies than that, I'm sure. No, you haven't, trust me. This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in theaters ever. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a the minute. The new one, the new one. You're not, uh, so you're not talking about the Medea one. But Which one? Tyler Perry made a Black Christmas. Oh, Black, no, Black Christmas, I was making a terrible joke. No, it was no, a no, bad yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> there's an original one that came out in the 70s also. I thought you were talking about that. Yeah, first. yeah, then I remember they came with, yeah, they came with it again, like, what was it, 2009 or something like that? Like, oh, well, I wasn't that far off, all right. I, uh, I was actually there on a date, and needless to say, I did not have another date with this girl. Her Mainly loss, because though, of the I movie. That, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Her loss was your gain. Yeah. And Bridget's loss, too. Sorry, Bridget. Um, <laughs> well, guys, that's our show. I'm going to end this podcast and say happy birthday to Bobby, uh, my dog, who turns one today. Happy birthday, little man. Aww. Yeah. Happy birthday. And uh, I will talk to you guys later. Take care. All right, take it easy. Until next time. <laughs>